What's up, y'all? So we back, you know, for another episode. This time around, I got my other brother up in here, Elliot. You know what I'm saying? He finally joining us, you know. His schedule freed him up, so he came through. Elliot, say what's up to the people, fam. You know, what's up, you guys? You know, I've been listening to the podcast for a minute. No lie, y'all be y'all be talking about some good topics on this. I decided, I said, you know what, man? Let me just hop on this podcast real quick with y'all boys. Since, you know, they not here right now, but whatever <laughs> yeah man shoot. To, to tell them about you bro oh shoot well my name is elliot you know 27 years old you know work at uh this store called heb feel me they got me working there like damn near every damn day now which is kind of annoying but hey i get that bread so i'm not really tripping about it um oh uh, my instagram is at easy elliot at Oh, easy Elliot underscore my bad <laughs> I forgot my old damn Instagram <laughs> um, Twitter I don't use Twitter like that no more because they blocked my Twitter because I said some shit on there so whatever with that and uh, yeah just here for the podcast yeah man so yeah appreciate my brother coming through because the topic we're going to talk about this evening now usually we talk about a, like a variety of different things but this one here I, I I wanted to uh to cover this one because this like last week was crazy. Now it's you know during during the pandemic a lot of movies got pushed back. So this mm-hmm. particular movie is like of this particular franchise that's about to be twenty years old. You know F nine they came out with their second trailer last Wednesday and man y'all. I'm I'm gonna put this on record. Y'all hearing me say this? That has to be the wildest shit I've ever seen for in a trailer. Like I I was literally mind blown, and I sat you know on my bed for a few seconds to to register what I had just seen. Man, like the the stuff they did, man. That 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 was I can't even put in words, man. That shit was wild, you know. Now. The franchise is known, man, for like now, like pulling off crazy stunts, you know, impossible feats, and they they make it look possible. Like they they say, you know, fuck physics, you know, and everything. They just go for it every time, you know. So, uh, Ellie, you you seen the trailer last week, bro? What did you think? And what were some takeaways that you saw, you know, that made you like think like, what the hell is going on? Uh, when I saw the trailer last week, I gotta admit, the trailer was pretty fire. She was fuego as hell. But I saw a couple things that kind of stood out. I was like, for one, I was like, is that a fucking magnet card? Because like, that's the first time I believe in franchise history they're gonna have a magnet card in the game. I mean, not in the game, the in the movie. Yeah. So that was kind of crazy. Like all the metals and the uh, vehicles moving around. I was like, what the hell? And then uh, I want to see the whole dynamic with John Cena and uh, Vin Diesel. I want to see how they're going to do that, to be honest with you. Yeah, because I'm thinking about that, like, that you brought that up. Like, John Cena playing Jacob Toretto, like, the long-lost brother of, you know, Vin Diesel's character, Dom. And it's like, over the past year since they announced that in the first trailer, when that joint came out, it's like, he has a brother like we're like nine movies in and we're just now finding out that he has a long lost brother just so happens to be John Cena now it's been a lot of jokes you know on YouTube since you know that's been revealed about well how can John Cena be his brother and we ain't never heard about him you know all these years and it's been a lot of you know speculation that you know well maybe something from their past you know happened that you know made them be estranged, you know, for one another. Because you see in the trailer, man, like, whenever they see each other, it's on site. They they crash through windows, you know, knocking each other off of bridges and stuff like that, fighting. Like, it reminds me of the episode, uh, a family guy when Peter and the chicken are, like, fighting, and it's on site every time they see each other. So it's like, you know, what the hell happened that every time they see each other, like, it's on site, like, and and... 
I have a theory that it has something going back to that childhood, more specifically like um, when uh, Dom's father got killed um, in the stock car race that was like mentioned in the first Fast and Furious, you know, so I, I don't know, man. What do you think about John Cena being his brother? Like, I mean, I'm going to go ahead and get this joke out the way because I was just thinking about this. Like, yeah. the reason why, <laughs> the reason why you didn't know that John Cena was his brother because you can't see him. <laughs> I was just thinking about that. But um, on a serious topic, I believe they're going to go through like this whole brotherly uh, competition type deal. Cause that's why that's why I think what it is. Because like you said, it's something with the past. It's something to do with their father. They Maybe they father favored one person over the other, and he has like a personal vendetta against the other person for that. Yeah. It might be that. Yeah, man, that that's that playing favorites and playing sides because you know that sister Mia, like Dom and Mia, they've been close, they've been tight. Like, you know, the backstory with them is like, you know, his father was always there for them and you know, would always help, you know, her with her homework, you know, whenever she needed it. And uh Dom tells uh Brian, you know, played by the late Paul Walker, rest in peace, you know, that uh he would, you know, learn the chapters of her homework for the next day, you know, after finishing, you know, helping her. They, they, they dad, you know, was a man of the community. You know, they go to church, you know, and he, you know, whole barbecues for everybody that went to church and stuff like that. So it, it, it'd be kind of crazy that, you know, he has a son that, you know, he neglected. Now, it's, it's plenty of avenues that could have went, you know, into why they're, you know, beefing with each other. So that's going to be one dynamic I'm looking forward to seeing and stuff like that. Now, what a lot of people don't know is people think this series, you know, I mean, in, in a sense it did, it, it just came out of nowhere, but this series really started off of a Vibe magazine article back in 1998 about, you know, illegal street racing in New York City and it was entitled, you know, Racer X. So, you know, from for this franchise to, you know, start based off of a magazine article about legal street racing in New York to being a multi-billion dollar, you know, juggernaut that it is today, it's like, it's a hell of a uh, transformation, you know? So, I don't know. But, you know, Ellie, what was your, what was your first fast movie, bro, that you seen? She the first fast movie I seen, I think it was Too Fast, Too Furious, because I went to the movies with my cousin yeah. to watch it. And they made a big deal about it. And you know, me at the time, I'm like eight years old, some somewhere around that age. And like I didn't really care about it too much, but like once I saw it, I was instantly hooked to it. Cause honestly, like I didn't know it was based off of a magazine. This whole time I thought it was based off of a video game, Need for Speed. Yeah. That's what I thought it was based <laughs> off of, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, Fast and the Furious, I, I like the franchise. Don't get me wrong, I like it. But, like, it's like you said, like, it's some things with the with the franchise. It's like they go into a left turn, which I understand why they're doing it, trying to make it, you know, they're trying to refresh the uh, franchise and everything to make it more fresher. Because, like, if you stick to just a street racing base movie, it would be kind of stale. Yeah. So they have to throw all the actions and superhero stuff into it. Yeah. But like with Fast 9, bro, I feel like like I I came up with a theory in my head about what's going to happen with the movie. All right. Because right, like, like, I feel like this, right? Because Dom, he always talks about family, 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 right? Yep. Maybe something in his past where his fa- him and his family wasn't too like connected. So he just decided to start building a family with random strangers off of street racing and, you know, illegal heist and shit. Yeah. So a family of, you know, misfit and criminals that turns up to be superheroes. Yeah. So, yeah. Nah, I say they're going to go deep into the past of that. So I want to see that. Yeah, because it's like when you think about it, like you said, he's always talking about the aspect of family, you know, but now this one is focusing on his actual family like his baby brother you know and they're at odds with one another for whatever reason you know and I think they've been I think they've you know we two trailers in 
And I think they've done a good job, you know, of keeping that under wraps, you know, to dive into that backstory. Because, like, the thing with Fast is, like you said, like, about it's only so many movies. And, and hold on, before I even get into what I'm going to say, for the people out there that be, like, Fast and the Furious ain't about the racing no more, I could tell, you know, y'all don't, y'all watch the movie, but y'all don't really pay attention to the story. If you pay attention to the story, man, the first Fast and the Furious was about, you know, yeah, Dom, you know, Vin Diesel, you know, had street racing crew. But you got to understand, that was a cover up for what they was really doing, you know, hijacking, you know, trucks that had, you know, DVD players on them. And they were selling them, you know what I'm saying? They was getting mm-hmm. money. You know, street racing was the cover up. And Too Fast, Too Furious, you know, Paul Walker's character, Brian, you know, he, he was on the run. He was an FBI agent who infiltrated Dom's crew in the first Fast, you know. So by the time you get to Too Fast, the FBI is trying to, you know, enlist him to take down a drug lord in Miami. So... Yeah, it's some racing in there, but the underlying part of the story is they're trying to stop, you know, criminals. And Tokyo Drift is the only one in the series that's, you know, really about street racing, but it's the worst movie, you know, depending on who you talk to in the franchise. It's the it's the one that made the less money compared to the first two. And it had nobody that was affiliated with the previous two movies unless you count Vin Diesel's cameo at the very end of the movie when he's about to race, you know, Sean from that film. So people that say, oh, ain't about the street racing no more. You're not looking at the underlying fact. They reel you in with street racing and the marketing, of course, because you want to see fast cars. But come on, let's keep it 100. These dudes are badass when it comes to, you know, driving these cars. It's only so much racing you can do because you already know they're going to win every race at the end of the day. Their only competition is themselves when they're racing against one another. And even then, the races are always close. So them racing against, you know, random, you know, characters in the movies, we already know they're going to win every single time. And that, that would get boring. And the franchise would flame out like it almost did with Tokyo Drift. So, you know, just keep that in mind the next time y'all say, it's not about the racing no more. It's never been about the racing. The racing was always secondary, but, you know. But uh, aside from that, you know, um, Ellie, this this particular topic, man, I think you're going to have a lot to say about this because this, this one is kind of crazy. Yeah. Now, we seen at the end of, uh, at the end of the trailer for, the second trailer for F9 that, uh, Tyrese and Ludacris's characters, Roman and Teja, um, they're doing something that's been teased that started off as a joke, you know, on social media a couple of years ago once the series started reaching the elevation that it's at now, you know, no pun intended, but uh, we we see them, you know, in some yellow suits, you know, with some uh, particular hats on and uh, they fall off of uh, looks like a a huge, huge plane, and they uh, three rockets begin to fire off in the back of these this vehicle that they have, you know. And uh, I think the series, you know, is finally going to the the upper atmosphere, bro. Like, uh, what's your thoughts on that? What's my thoughts on this? Oh, okay, huh. okay. First of all, I kind of knew. That they was gonna do this because, like, think about it. They done everything that they could do on land. They robbed a bank, right? They stole a, a vote. They right. fought. They had. They did. They had super soldiers with uh Hobbs and Shaw. Which yep. is is that part of the series too, or is that just a separate one? It's a spinoff, but you could say yeah. Yeah. So you know they had super soldiers. So if they go out of space, I don't like. I used to say like it'll be a little bit off, but at the same time with this franchise, it wouldn't be off at all because it fits with the craziness that they're doing. Because like you said, a lot of people, including myself, I thought this 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 series was about racing the whole time. But then like I actually sat back and just watched a couple movies, and I was like, oh, they are doing some underlining shit, still in DVDs, doing all this other stuff with the uh, FBI and stuff. Yeah. So I already seen that. So 
me seeing them going into space, I kind of seen that coming. Um, what they gonna do in space, I don't know. Cause I'm like, how you gonna bring a car in space? Right. <laughs> but they being fast and the furious, they gonna find out. I don't yeah. know how they gonna do it, but somehow they're gonna have an international space highway and shit. So I don't know. Maybe they meet the guardians of the galaxy. I don't know. <laughs> we'll, we'll have to see. <laughs> oh man, like because I had I'm telling you, like, no lie. When I seen that part in the trailer, like I'm like, are you serious, man? They really about to go to space. Like, yeah. Like it made you wonder when you seen the first trailer, um that uh the rocket car was introduced. And it's like, what the hell are they about to do with this? Like, they they can't be getting ready to go to space. And then the second trailer comes out, you see them, you know, they already, you know, up in the air and they fire off the rockets on the car. So it's like, is I'm, I'm wondering if them going to space is going to be a part of like stopping some type of like um, weapon or something from going off and basically, you know, destroying, you know, the world as we know it, you know, and, and that, you know, and that universe and stuff like that. So it's like, it, it's so many avenues that they can go with it because the director, Justin Lane, he was like, well, we aren't going to do it just to do it. It's got to be a justifiable reason that we're doing it. And he had prepped the, uh, he prepped it and he even said that he talked to Vin Diesel about it and he had to consult with uh, people that work, you know, in the field with with space and every, about space and everything. I think Na- around NASA and all this stuff, you know, about the fuel and all of this and that that it takes to go into it. And they were asked, "I'm like, what are you going to do?" And all this type of stuff. So it, it, it's wild, man. You know, I, I hope it's something good. You already know with those two being together, Roman and Taz, it's going to be crazy. You know. And Tyrese, you know, he he always uh, in any situation like he he may be the most realistic character in these movies now because anytime they're in a situation, he reacts how any of us react would react in that type of scenario that's going down. So it's like, damn man, like that's God. true. We are living vicariously through Tyrese. Yeah. Now you think <laughs> about it, because like if you was in the passenger seat of the car. Or the cars that they were driving, you be acting the same way, <laughs> exactly yeah. the same way. It's like, bro, what are you doing? Slow down. Yeah, because when you think about it, if you look at it, it's always ever since uh, Fast Five brought all the characters from the previous, from the first four films back. Tyrese in every trailer is he's always the one that's calling off the crazy things that they're either about to do or if they've done, like each trailer like he called it oh man this is crazy and stuff like that or even in later films he'll like there'll be lines dropped where he's you know giving summaries of like the past stuff that's happened in previous movies that they've had to deal with and now they're dealing with something even crazier than the last thing that they did and it's like it's just it's just wild man like it's, just, it, it, it's it's insane what they're able to pull off and it's like every time you go to the theaters and see these movies you're like damn what can they pull off now like what's gonna be next what's the next feat you know that they're gonna do because they always one up themselves with Ethan Stallman like like you said earlier when we saw Fast Five they dragged a vault through Rio de Janeiro tearing up everything in sight you know and that was, we're like, okay, you know, that's tight, you know, and stuff like that. Yeah. Could it happen? Who knows? Probably not. But it was still grounded in reality. Yeah. Then you get to Fast and Furious 6, you know, with uh, that's when stuff started to get crazy, you know. But you, you didn't realize until, like, towards the end of the film. Well, not towards the end, but, like, in the, the climax where uh, Letty played by Michelle Rodriguez, she's on top of a tank, you know, and Vin Diesel's uh, Dom, he sees her and the car, it's kind of crazy how it's set up, like a, a crumpled up car gets caught up under the bridge and is able to flip the giant tank and it launches her in the air and Vin Diesel crashes his uh his Pontiac, you know, into the railing of the, this bridge that's up super high 
while he's on the hood of it and he jumps, he crashes as it crashes into the barrier, he flies across the bridge midair like Superman and catches her and just so happens to land on a car that's on the other side and they both come out unscathed. Like no injuries or nothing. Like they just straight. And then she asked him like later on in the film, Oh, how did you know that, you know, it'd be a car that'd break our fall? He's like, I didn't. So it's like you gotta really love somebody for you to do something like that. Well, look at Vin Diesel, the heartthrob, huh? <laughs> <laughs> that boy say he did do a covers right there. Wow. <laughs> like you, that's how you really love that woman. Like you, you know, you really you doing that, that shows how much you love that woman, you know. And and then like later on, like on the longest runway ever seen those cars that could under in under any normal circumstances that would get picked up lifted off the ground they are able to bring this huge you know plane down crashing and burning and nobody questions it like how how the three or four vehicles bring down this huge ass airplane and nobody says anything about it that's true because like if it was based on reality like you say it would have flew them cars in the air and then on top of that people would say oh it'll make the car they would make the car heavier but if the car was heavier it wouldn't be able to keep up with the plane (laughs) yeah so yeah like they shot harpoons into the wings and, and flaps of the plane and was able to bring the plane down like like bro, like when you see that, like it's it's ridiculous. And then you get to Fast Seven, you know, they drive, they parachuting with cars, man. Like, like this, like it, at like ten thousand feet in the air, yeah. you, parach- you parachute out of the back of a, a a car, out of a plane, and just land safely and stuff like that. Like, who thinks of this stuff, man? Or, or driving a supercar. From one building to the next in Abu Dhabi, like who thinks of this stuff? Like, like I, I was telling uh, Darius, um, I said, you know what, man, I would, I would want to be a fly on the wall to be in that that you know room when they coming over this stuff, and how crazy all of it is. Like you don't like who comes up with this stuff, man. Like. I want to meet, you know, the people who brainstorm and be like, okay, what's the craziest thing we're going to do next, you know? So, I don't know. I say they making a a rocket car. I wouldn't be surprised they make a submarine car. I wouldn't be surprised. I just wouldn't be surprised. You know what? That's not after. All the stuff they didn't do, man, that's not after realm of possibility either. Because, like, I feel like with Fast 10, they're going to be like, all right, since this is probably, like, the temp, this is the 10th movie in the franchise. Let's make it a big thing. Because you could tell that in every movie they're trying to uh, uh, do the other movie with all the crazy scenes that they're doing. Yeah. So if they go into the air in this one, they might be going underwater in the next one. Yeah, and that's the thing, though. Like, And that's the thing, like you said, Fast 10. It's like the future of the series. Because after the F9, so what they're doing is with F9, it's supposed to start uh, the final trilogy of the series. So F nine, F ten, F ten is gonna be broken to uh, two parts, or they just gonna do F nine, F ten, and F eleven. It's like, well, damn, y'all set the bar so high every time. What are y'all gonna do for these final two movies? Because what people think is, it's gonna be like they finna go the route of Avengers: Infinity War and Endgame. You know with nine actually setting that up, you know, and it's like, well, damn, what are y'all going to do? Like, what I hope me personally is if they going to wrap the series up, you know, with those last two movies, they got to go out right. Like, and what I mean by go out right is if y'all trying to do it in the vein of Infinity War and Endgame, don't sacrifice nobody, man. Like, <laughs> The, those movies, you know, we've seen Iron Man, you know, sacrifice himself, you know. What is dumb, you know, the equivalent of Iron Man, you know, in the Fast series? Who knows? Who knows? 
I mean, but if Dom sacrificed himself, right, yeah. then there will be no point in making no other Fast and the Furious movies because, like, you know, Paul Walker, he's already gone. So, yeah, if they get rid of him, then that's the end of the series right there. Yeah. And, well, that's the thing because, like, if they were to do something like Fast 11, like, where he – and that's the thing, too, that, you know, that kind of makes you concerned, but that – but the way Vin Diesel's talking, he's excited for where it's going. Yeah, you, you wouldn't be excited about where it's going if you they you know kill your character off in the final movie, sacrifice because he he's done so many impossible things. It's like he's immortal. It's like all of them are immortal, but he's the one that's like, if it isn't him, it's the Rock that's always doing something like crazy, you know. And as many times as he's you know put his life on the line to save his crew from anything. I don't I don't see them doing that. And also like you said, Paul Rock, Paul Walker is already gone. They acknowledge that Brian is still alive in the universe, you know, but Paul Walker isn't here. So for Vin Diesel, he has to like make sure that his character, you know, specifically, you know, and anybody else, they don't they don't die in the final movie. Like how I how I would want to see it is Fast Eleven or Fast Ten Part Two, however they're gonna do it. How they should do it is, you know, the crew goes up against the biggest threat because if you look at it, Fate of the Furious, on uh, Charlize Theron came in a cipher, but her character has something to do with the characters, you know, from Fast Six and Seven, like she was behind the scenes of those two stories and you met her in fate you know so she's back in nine and who knows if she survives nine and continues on for 10 and 11 or whatever but how i see it is they should get everybody back together and they stop this one last threat you know that's gonna try to destroy the world whatever the case you know and at the end of it Everybody has a barbecue. They have a big barbecue. You know what I'm saying? You go around the table. You look at everybody that's been there over the last, you know, it'll be like maybe 25 years at that point, you know, and stuff like that. And they they, they end the movie off with one final race. And then that'll open the door for like spinoffs, you know, for all the characters because the universe is huge. Like you see the type of characters they got in these movies now. They already did Hobbs and Shaw. That's the first spinoff. They're gonna do a female. Of course. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna do a female-led spinoff with all the ladies are fast. So you know, they can do it. You know, you know, it's all just about you know ending it right. Don't kill nobody. You know, keep everybody alive. So. And, and the way they talking, it sounds like they they super excited for the end of it. So it should be good. Now. Right. Like maybe they'll do a spinoff with John Cena because I don't see them killing off John Cena to be honest with you. That, I really don't. That would surprise me if they killed him off. That would be a first because it's like, if given that being like you like we were talking about being his brother, that would surprise me if he if they killed him. Like that would be major, you know. But um, it, it's it's crazy now. Speaking of where, you know, the movies could go in the future, there's been some crazy theories, bro. And it's relating to the series getting so ridiculous. Now, they're talking about the possibility of Fast and Furious crossing over with Jurassic World, bro. (laughs) Wait, what? (laughs) No lie, bro. How would they even work? How How? I don't know. I I don't know, and and to be honest with you, as a fan, that's where I would draw the line. I'm like, I'm I'm a fan. I'm the, I'm a big fan of the series, bro. But I don't I don't want to see that. So fast cars and dinosaurs, huh? Okay. Yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> okay. Like that's another thing. Like people people playing about that stuff too, and then the director was talking about. You know, never say never, or you know, and I, I don't think it'll happen. But it's like, it's like, bro, how do you, how do you write a story for that? Like, I, I don't even know how, because it's like, 
How like for for one, how they gonna outrun a damn dinosaur? Shoot, forget outrunning the dinosaur. What what would be the premise? Why would why would the I I don't, I don't know, bro. Why? What, <laughs> what, what would be the point of dinosaurs like being there? I don't. What did again? Like I said, like I said, uh, Fast and the Furious. They be coming out with some outfit, like some left field stuff. So it, it might work. Yeah, but like from 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 jump. I mean, jumping from racing and like low budget action to like big budget action and spy spy themes and stuff like that and heist movies to now dealing with dinosaurs, bro. Like that's the bro that left field. Like it's so serious, man. Like. Like, I, mean, to... I can see it happening like this, right? All right, listen, yeah, like, all right, you know, Dom and the crew, right? They get a, a call from the government saying they need help, right? A mad scientist is trying to uh recreate dinosaurs in Peru, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, they go in Peru looking for the dinosaurs and stuff, right? And then they see like a uh, what do you call it, a T a Rex, right? Just yeah. walking through the Forest, you know, chilling, mind his own business. And Tyrese, like, what the is that? And like, <laughs> and the next thing you know, I don't know, Flintstones come. I don't know. I don't even know how they gonna do that. It don't even make sense. It, it really don't, man. Like, like the series is crazy. I'll admit that. Like some of the stuff they do is wild. But dinosaurs, man. Like, I just don't see it happening, bro. Like. We we this is what we trying to get to now. Yeah, I know y'all. Some of y'all out there, y'all think you know the movies are dumb, you know. And to each his own opinion, you know. what I'm saying that that's how you feel. Who can who can deny how you feel? But yeah, dinosaurs, man. Like really, this this, this the best we could do. Like and, and another crossover they talking about is crossing over with the Transformers, man. Oh, that I ain't gonna lie. I could see that happening. Yes, if that happens, bro, I'm all with that. Please let that happen. <laughs> let that shit happen. Now, yes, you you for it now? What would be the story for that, bro? I could, bro, I could, I could see it now, man. Fucking Bumblebee, right? Like, think about it, right. It goes into the future. Dom's son grows up, right? Boom, he's in the future. Uh, Bumblebee and the fucking Transformers, you know, Optimus Prime crash land on Earth. You know, just like the first movie when Bumblebee was a fucking uh Camaro, it'd yeah. be the same thing, yeah. but different. He'd be like a Mustang or something or a Challenger, because you know Dom's favorite car is a Challenger. Yeah. So you know, boom, transforming that, and then like he talked to Dom, and Dom be like, "Oh my god!" And then like he started talking to the government and stuff. I can see it happening, bro. I can see it. Now, as ridiculous as that is, too, man. That sh- that shit is like the dinosaur. All right, the dinosaur thing crossed over with them, man. That shit is out there. Like I'm talking about way out there. Like you talking about so far out there, man. It's like a motherfucker has to be on cocaine, like to come up with the story for that. You know, or Thomas is out there. But for that to happen, man, you got to come up with a hell of a good reason for that to happen, bro. I I just thought about this. I just thought about this. Like you say, a hell of a good reason, right? Yeah. You know how in the in the end of the trailer they uh showed Ludacris and Tyrese going to space, right? Yeah. He's in space. Yeah. Transformers, right? <laughs> so yeah. imagine, right? They go into space. They tra- traveling and shit. They get the awe spark. And they bring it back to Earth and to the government. And then, like, Megatron and all his uh, Decepticons try to come after it. And they have to take them down. And they realize, oh, snap, there's a race called uh, Autobots. And they're trying to help the Earth. Bro, it will work. And then they get to customize them, too. But come on, man. Who wouldn't want to see Dom drive uh, Optimus Prime? Come on. (laughs) Come on. Who wouldn't want to see that? Yeah. Yeah, like, who would want to see that? Yeah, for real. Like, keep, keep, and let me know more about that, bro. Keep, keep going about it. Oh, snap. Oh, it's like I said, it's a whole bunch of stuff that happened. And you know, the whole 
uh Hobbs and Shaw, right? They could be in it too. You feel me? Uh Hobbs. Wait, who is it? No, Shaw, my bad. The bald white guy. He could be <laughs> flying uh Starscream because Starscream's a fucking uh uh what you call it? He's a jet. I'm telling bro, I'm telling you, man, it could work. Yeah. It's it's all crazy, but it could work. It could work. Cause like think about it, with all the crazy stuff that they've been doing with these cars, that is not out of left field right there. It's not. Yeah, man. So make it happen. I'm all with it. Yeah, man. It's 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 man. It, it, I, I don't know, bro. Like it's 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 a wild, it is a wild scenario trying to think about that. Like that that shit is crazy. It would be crazy if they could come up with a story on, on them doing that. But it, it seems as much as I'm hate to say this, it seems more plausible than them messing with dinosaurs and stuff like that. Like because because like you said, Transformers is dealing with cars and stuff like that. They take the like, you know, the identity of cars and all that type of stuff. Fast and Furious is dealing with cars and, and impossible, you know, missions and feats and all that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like, okay, you know, this, this, I'll see where they're going. I can see where they're going with this. So, you know, who knows, man? You know, I don't know if uh, the problem is, though, I don't know if Transformers is under the, um, I don't think it's under the same um, umbrella as uh, Fast. So, Wait, what? What uh film industry they under? Fast and Furious. I know Transformers. If I'm correct, it's under Universal. Yeah, Universal. Yeah. Is it under, under Universal? Yeah. I thought. It was, yeah, it could work. Is it under Universal? I thought it was Paramount for some reason. Let's see. Let me Google this real quick. Transformers. I, I kid you not. I think it's Universal because they own. They have Universal Studios, right? The the uh theme park, right? Uh, I, no, it's by Paramount. It's by Paramount. 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 Ah. DreamWorks. Yeah, Universal. Ah, is it there? Yeah, it's by Paramount and DreamWorks. Ah, oh, never mind. Dang. <laughs> well, dang. Oh. I hope it happened though. Make it happen, y'all. Make it happen. Yeah. I, if I got signed petition, I would make that happen, bro. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like, um, because uh, Michelle Rodriguez, she wants something like that to happen. Like, she was saying, um, and I'm paraphrasing it, but she was saying, like, once uh, brands get too big, like, you know, it gets to a point where they should think about crossing over with one another and stuff like that, you know. So, as um, with that, that that'd be something crazy right there, man. For them to um, to even consider crossing over doing a Transformers type film, man. Like, I I, I don't know. And but the the part, the crazy part about that is though, is. Well, this one, Bumblebee took place, I think, back in the late 80s, and John Cena was in that film. Tyrese, however, he's he was in the first three Transformers movies, so it's like... Oh, yeah, he was. Yeah. So it's like, how would that work? Is he, you know... We, yeah, that's true, because it's like, you gotta redo that character. Yeah. So it's like, I mean, unless they make it like a different timeline, that's the only way I can see that happening. I mean, in a different. I mean, in a different timeline, but like, huh? I'm talking about the Transformers, though. The Transformer has to be like a different timeline for that to happen. Yeah. Because yeah, because the Transformers is like um, modern day. You know, fast the Fast series is modern day. So, you know, even though they timeline, they timeline has been thrown all the way off. And, yeah, and speaking of speaking of the timeline, I think that's perfect to segue into the next thing I want to talk about: the man responsible for the fast timeline being thrown off is you know that that man right there, the the, the, the cool the coolest you know motherfucker on the scene who was always eating something, you know, that man, huh? Oh man, 
Now, for those who don't follow the series, Han, played by Sun Kane, you know, he was introduced in Tokyo Drift, you know, and he was killed in that movie too. However, you know, him knowing the director Justin Lin and Justin Lin, and, you know, they having such a, you know, a good uh, relationship with one another. Um, from another film, an independent film that Justin Lin did back in 2002 called Better Luck Tomorrow, um, and do some fanfare, you know, they brought, you know, Han back for the next three Fast and Furious movies after Tokyo Drift and basically making those movies prequels to Tokyo Drift, basically showing how Han, you know, met Dom and the adventures that they went on, you know, that you see in four, five, and six, you know, and then Tokyo Drift takes place sometime after six, you know, which his death, you know, which is a crazy scenario because it's in Tokyo Drift, you would see him, you know, he's getting chased by, you know, now his ex-friend, you know, through Tokyo and a random, you know, Mercedes Benz just side swipes him and his car rolls in the back, it blows up and he you assume he's dead. But in the post credit scenes of Fast Six, that scene is replayed from a different angle, this time from the point of view of the Mercedes. And this mysterious person is tracking, you know, that chase through Tokyo. Um, and then when that scene where he gets hit finally shows up, you know, Jason Statham steps out of the car and it was revealed that he was the one that, uh, you know, supposedly killed Han. And that's what set up Furious 7, you know, that the beef, you know, with Dom and his crew um, because, you know, Jason Statham's character, Decker Shaw, wanted revenge after what they did to his brother and Fast Six, you know, so, and they had a funeral for Han and everything. Now, thanks to the F9 trailer that came out last year, towards the end, it was revealed that Han was alive. Now, there's been some theories out there about how Han possibly survived, you know, his accident, you know, but uh, Elliot, bro, like, how do you think Han survived? Because he was trapped. We seen him trapped under that car, bro, when it blew up. Like, you, you, bro, you, you done at that point. Look, I tried to dissect that scene so many times. I don't even know how they gonna explain that. Because, like I said, I, I tried to say, like, maybe he got out the left side, the passenger side, but, you know, that's too far away you know, for him to get out, and then the car blew up. So it's like, I don't, I don't know how they're gonna explain it. Maybe, maybe no, nah, I don't even want to say that. Nah, you know, <laughs> no, I'm not gonna say that theory. Nah, I'm not gonna say it. Not with the not today's comment. I'm not gonna say it. Uh, I would just say I don't know how how he got out. I don't know how he got out. Yeah, I mean, it's a tricky situation, and you can't see the thing about them is like. Where the character is supposed to be dead, you know, and a lot of people I've seen a lot of articles that's been talking about Han's return, about him returning from the dead, and they always use um, how Letty was brought back from the dead, and from when she was supposed to have died in Fast Four. I mean, with, with Fast Four, you hear off screen, you hear that she died off screen, and then later you see Dom's, you know, interpretation of what happened. So you can't really say that Letty died. For one, at her funeral, there was nobody. Number two, it's Dom's interpretation on what happened. You know, and the flashback scene of Fast 6 shows you that, yeah, her car got crashed into, but she didn't get shot as they made it seem. She crawled out of the car, and the villain from that film, well, one of the villains from that film, you know, instead of shooting her, you know, like we saw in Dom's interpretation, he shot the gas tank, which, you know, blew the car up and sent her flying off the side of the road and caused her to have amnesia. Now, 
about that through the villain. I mean, I don't know what kind of villain you are. If you're trying to kill somebody, you know, you should, you know, you would think you would shoot the person right there, but you, you know, after the blow, you know, the car up and she survived, you know, you know, either way, he still got killed, but that was a more plausible explanation. When Han, man, Han was trapped, bro, and it's like, how you write that? How do you write that? You know, for it to make sense to us who watching it, you know, don't get me wrong, we're happy, you know, that he's back, but it's just like, how? Like, how do you work that and make it make sense? Now, a few theories are, you know, that they went the Hobbs and Shaw route that somebody was able to recover Han's body and they gave him those uh, those cybernetic upgrades that they gave Idris Elba you know um, his character in that movie so they basically think he's like a super so- like Han could be a super soldier now you know so I don't know it, that, I don't know if that's a possibility could it be knowing that you know both movies are in the same universe it's possible could Han have slide, slid out the car in time that's possible too you know but they have to show it you you'd have to show it like you can't just have a conversation oh man you know how are you back oh I just you know I went into hiding I just survived you know you can't just have it be dialogue like you gotta you gotta dive into that a little bit you know so you can't just have you know, him coming back, you know, no explanation on that. So Yeah. I don't know. Like, the logical reason would be this. Maybe Han knew that somebody was chasing after him, and he put a decoy in his car to see what would happen, and he saw it from a distance, and he just decided to hide or whatever. I don't know. Well, then again, that don't even make sense. That don't even sound like Han, but the theory about the super soldier serum, that one, I could see that happening, honestly. Because, again, it happened with Aegis Elber, right? And yeah. with the new character with John Cena, who knows? He probably has some type of uh, cybernetic uh, abilities with him, too. Yeah. So you never know. Yeah, and that's... that's Because, uh... like, if you look at the trailer, right, you know that part when he picked him up and uh, he broke the wall? Yeah. So it's like, how can you be that strong to bring someone through a wall crashing through like that? You know what I mean? Yeah. So maybe they were hinting towards that. Yeah. But like I said, we got to wait till the movie come out to see. But I wouldn't be surprised if they did that. Yeah. I mean, and and that that would that would um honestly because I mean people talk about you know the main characters like Dom and Hobbs, you know. They talk about how they're like superhuman, but and how it's a spinoff with Shaw, you know, they're literally fighting superhuman like Brixton, you know, played by Idris Elba. That was, you know, he was he was a character who was shot. You know, they talk about it in that movie's dialogue that, you know, Jason Statham killed him. Yeah. You know, he was forced to kill him. You know, he put two bullets to the head and then, you know, Etion, you know, that secret organization that they had to deal with, you know, brought him back by giving him upgrades and stuff like this. Now, he's superhuman, which was something that they never dealt with before the series. And it's like, if they're at that point now, it's like, I'm wondering if Etion is going to be that overall threat that they're going to have to face, like, whether it's in this movie or the next two movies before the series ends. But with Han and the situation with Han, it's like, bro, like, how does that, how does that work? Like, I don't see how, I, I don't know. It, it'd be, it'd be something wild. For real. It'd be wild, you know. But speaking of, you know, Tokyo, this talks about, you know, they're making, you know, they say how F9 could, uh, trans, you know, turn it to like uh, um, a setup for Tokyo Drift 2. Now, is that necessary? I don't know. Because, I mean, you say Tokyo Drift 2 when Tokyo Drift was written, the third movie in the series, you know. Now, it's a spinoff 
Um, yeah, as a spinoff, it could work. I mean, they are bringing back, you know, Bow Wow and uh, Lucas Black as, you know, Twinkie and Sean, you know, from that movie, especially since Han is back. So it's like, uh, could it work? I don't know. What, what would Tokyo Drift 2 be about? You know, the, the, the first one, you know, it was a kid, you know, who got exiled, you know, from the United States and had to go, had to go stay, had to go stay with his, uh, his father and stuff like that. So with him having to go stay with his father on the other side of the world, because he got in trouble for racing or else he was going to go to jail. It's like, you know, what do you do in that instance? You know, where does the story go from there? Like, is he still like the drift King in, uh, Tokyo, you know, what would be the threat? Like you took down the guy that that went, you know, who was the top guy over there, and then you uh what what else? You become the top racer, you become the top racer, you know, in that that country. And then I, I just don't see where the story could be that for this, you know, a possible sequel to that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, where do you go from there? Like, I don't know where you would go. Like, I, I, I don't know. But um, another thing, too, is, like, were they trying to be, like, uh, Infinity War and Endgame? Like, they're talking about, the director said recently that, you know, no character um, is off the table for making a return. So it's like, I'm wondering if they'll go the route of bringing back characters that we haven't seen in a while. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, this talks about, you know, Gal Gadot who plays Wonder Woman, right? You know, she, yeah. she, she supposedly died in six, but I never thought she was dead. So they could bring her back, you know, and stuff like that. I'm thinking they're going to bring her back. It's either going to be at the end of this movie, like she going to be in the post credit scene. Or they'll bring her back in 10 and she'll just be there and she'll ride it out for the rest of the series and stuff like that. Because, you know, it's so many characters in the, in this series that, like, are actual fan favorites that you want to see come back, especially in the way that they supposedly died, you know, don't seem like they died, you know, and stuff like that. So, I don't know. Like, who, like, any characters that you familiar with that you you wonder why they haven't came back and you want to see them come back? I mean, most of the characters that I would wonder about was the ones from Tokyo Drift, but like I said, they came back in this one, but like you were saying, if they do come out with a part two of Tokyo Drift, how would they do it? Um, The way I see that happening is if... um. Shit, I don't even. I, I, I don't even know. <laughs> to be honest with you, yeah. Cause it's like Tokyo, like Tokyo Drift was just a movie that was so left field, man. It's like the the beginning of the story wasn't even that good. You know, kid got car race and he had to go live with his dad in Japan. I mean, that was kind of a a crappy way to start the movie, but all right. But then like he he got fallen into the underground scene, or maybe. Tokyo Drift 2 is just him continuing to be the king of the underground until, like, a newcomer try to challenge him. Because, remember, all the actors are getting old. Yeah. So, for the, them to, like, keep the franchise going, they will have to, like, replace the actors. But then again, that wouldn't be good because, like, the original actors be gone. It would be, I don't know, it, it would be the same movie after that. Yeah. And we've seen what happened in movies that, like, that movies that try to replace, you know, i.e. for example, Tokyo Drift itself, like, when, I mean, it it may be the worst movie to many in the series, it still broke over $150 million, you know, so compared to other movies, and it had no Paul Walker, Vin Diesel didn't show up until the very end of that movie, and it's like, they still were able to make over $100 million. Which is really good compared to compared to like a lot of movies that like um compared to a lot of movies that um replace their main actors and they don't do as good. So 
I don't yeah, I don't know where that jumping off point would be, but you know, who knows, man? We we just gotta see. And cause I cause I'm not gonna hold you long, bro. And you know, I know we both got things to do. Did this last topic, man, it, it's kinda it, it made me laugh when I uh when people talking about it. Now the team, like when you met you met uh, Brian O'Connor. He he was undercover cop. Dominic Toretto was professional thief, street racer. Uh, you meet uh, Louis Christie's character, Tej. He was a street racing organizer, you know, and uh, he was, you know, hustling in a sense. Mm-hmm. Tyrese, when you meet him, him at Too Fast, Too Furious, Dude is tough, he's rugged and stuff like that, you know, badass and everything. And when they brought everybody back in five and everybody had, you know, developed these skills that you wouldn't have thought they had since the last time we've seen them, everybody graduated to another level as to what they can do. Besides Tyrese, you know, and Ty- Tyrese's character, man, he you know, cracking jokes and all that type of stuff would be comedy relief and ludicrous and whatnot. Or the call out, you know, the crazy stuff that they're getting into. But I'ma ask you this, bro. Looking at the looking at the movies, man, from five on, uh it, it, do you see Tyrese's character as, you know, I I say for 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 sake of, you know, team in the movies. You know, he's important, but when you really think about it, and I've seen other people say, what purpose does Tyrese's character serve now other than being a clown? Like, is Roman Pierce as important as anybody else on that team in those movies? Um, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say he's not important. Like I said, he's more of like how can I put like like you say everybody their skills increase right you know Ludacris he was a mechanic and now he's like a a big you know technology guy right yeah which you know that uh, car mechanics and technology go hand in hand but with Tyrese like you say his character has devolved because again he was in street uh, too fast too furious he was tough. You know, he was tough. He, he, yeah, he cracked a couple of jokes, but he just became more dumber. But I feel like with the uh, with the character Tyrese, like I said, the uh, audience is living vicariously through him. Yeah, you feel me? Because having everybody on on the team being you know super serious, like don't get me wrong, that would be cool if Tyrese had more you know abilities and more uh, skills to his character. But at the same time, it's like the audience won't have no one to relate to. So writers, they just decided, hey, just give Tyrese just a normal everyday Joe that just running around with everybody doing wild shit. Yeah. (laughs) Because like you said, half the stuff that they be doing in the movies would be acting the same way we was in the cars with them guys. Yeah. The same ways, man. Yeah, and it's it's, it's funny, you know, it's funny when I seen this comment, uh, Cause some people, some people hate Tyrese's character now, and they some people love it. You know, some people feel like he's the best part of the film. Some people be like, "But well, what the hell? What the hell is Tyrese? You know, is Roman doing? Like, is Roman? You know, just there to be there? Like, what purpose does he serve? Like, he, even in uh, Furious Seven, like, you know, they they made a joke at that where Ramsey, uh, played by Natalie Emanuel, she was like. You know, when when Tesh, you know, told him, you know, that, uh, you know, Roman, you're up. Go do what you do. And Ramsey was like, yes, you know, whatever it is that you do. Because it's like, <laughs> you know, it's like, it's like, is he there? Like, he's there, like, be a distraction while, they, while the team is also off doing you know, the team is off doing actual work to achieve the mission. Tyrese is care- like Roman is there to like be a distraction, you know, and sometimes he fails at it, you know. 
I mean, in a sense, it don't work all the time, you know, mm-hmm. of him being a distraction because sometimes something will pop up or he'll end up getting caught by somebody. And, you know, but they end up achieving stuff anyway. So it's like, it makes you wonder, like, are they going to get him back to the essence of what he was, you know, as a character when he came in too fast, you know? So it's like, who knows, man? It's a it's a crazy scenario and situation, and you hope that, you know, that Tyrese, his character, you know, evolves and does something bigger, you know, in the last two movies. So I, I, we'll see, man. Like, F9 finally is coming out June 25th after being delayed, which seems like forever, you know, my mom yeah. is I'm always exaggerating. It's like three, four times, you know, and whatnot. Really, you know, it's a lot of controversy surrounding it. You know, The Rock, he's not in this one, but he might come back for 10 and 11. You know, he caught some flack, you know, primarily from Tyrese about it. Tyrese felt he was being selfish, thinking about himself when he went to go do the spinoff, you know. But, you know, I don't even want to go down that road and stuff. Man, like Tyree's that. just jealous. That's all that is, man. <laughs> man. He's just jealous, man. The Rock is a leading man in Hollywood for a reason. That's true. That it's is. a reason, man. It's a reason. It is a reason. That is. Because I would say the Rock character is more important to the to the franchise than Tyrese's character, to be honest. Really? Yeah. Cause like you say, he don't really have that much. He don't have a good skill set to the to the movie, and it's like, bro, you can find any random Joe off the street in the movie in the universe and do the exact same thing with him. Yeah, because even um, because even even um, in the the first trailer for F nine, uh, Sean and uh, Earl from Tokyo Drift, they're the ones who built the rocket car. Like they, yeah, they're they building cars and stuff, so they got it's obvious they have a skill set that's evolved. You know, we don't know what, um, what Bow Wow Bow Wow was a hustler in Tokyo Drift, we don't know what his skill set has evolved to now. Would there be something those guys' skill set evolved and Tyrese is just there to like you know be a distraction at certain points and stuff like that? You know, yeah, he drives, you know, but. He needs to be in more of the action, you know, and 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 you know, they just got him there to yell and scream at a, in a possible situation, you know, and stuff like that. Where they got to give him more to do, like don't don't waste his character. Like y'all had him in Fast Six, he got beat up, you know, by one of the other dudes in there. Fast Seven, he didn't really do much, you know, and, and things like that. And it's like they they take him like a joke in the series, in the movies, you know, you know, which for us is kind of it's kind of relief. But you gotta have him do more stuff, like have show him why he's a valuable asset, you know. Don't just have him be there, you know, and not evolve as a person, because then you want to see that growth and all the characters like equally, you know, they all came from you know the same place, you know, they was living the crime life at one point. They got themselves together and stuff like that. Now they're saving the world. So, you know, show them, you know, being heroes in their own right. Show how far they've come, you know, how much, how valuable they are, you know, to the team and stuff like that. So, I don't know, man. We, we, we shall see. It's, it's two months until F9, man, and it's looking good. So, you know, but yeah, man. So, uh, any closing thoughts, my brother? Any closing thoughts? Let the Transformers and Fast and the Furious cross over. Let it happen. <laughs> <laughs> I really want to see that. Let that happen. If that make, come out with a deal. I don't know how y'all going to do it, but make it happen. If that happens, man, shit. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll watch it just to see what happens. That would be crazy to me, man. That'd be crazy. So, with that said, uh, Elliot, bro, you want to uh, plug your socials one more time again, bro, so they know where to find you? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Again, you can find me on Instagram at Elliot underscore, well, my bad, 
I messed up my own Instagram <laughs> at easy underscore Elliot. This with two T's, easy underscore Elliot. And uh, also on Twitch, it has the link in my description, but, you know, I stream on Twitch every now and again whenever I feel like it. So, yeah, you know. Yeah. Say what's up to your boy. Yeah. Shoot me a message. <laughs> yeah, go, yeah, go support his Twitch, man. He over there playing, you know, different video games and stuff like that. You know, sometimes he uh, he reacts to stuff, and y'all already know y'all can find me, you know, on uh, Instagram and Twitter at you know, dope d thirteen. You know, hit me up, you know, anytime. And like I said in the last episode, you know, make sure it's not on nothing stupid. You know, we 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 could talk, you know, have you know mature conversation, but don't don't do nothing stupid, man. It it, it would be uh, it would uh, behoove you not to do nothing stupid, you know. And come at somebody crazy, you know. Get feedback, you know, positive feedback, negative feedback. Just make sure it's respectful. And you know, with that said, you know, we out of here. Peace. Peace. Peace.